This Bee Podcast Network show is presented by IXL, loved and trusted by more than 1 million teachers. IXL enhances your teaching and takes work off your plate so you can make an even bigger impact on your students. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K through 12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights. Strengthen daily instruction, close knowledge gaps quickly, and set every student up for success. I have personally used IXL with students to support them in math, and I love that it focused on the skills that students needed and could help differentiate learning for them. I was also able to look at the data and use that information to inform my instruction. Do you want to bring IXL to your school? Learn more at IXL.com B. That's IXL.com B-E. Welcome to the Teacher Burnout Podcast, where we explore the challenges of burnout for teachers and share practical strategies to support teacher well-being. I'm your host, Barb Flowers. If you're a teacher looking for ways to prevent burnout or an educational leader searching for strategies to support your team, this podcast is for you. Let's dive in. Hello, and welcome to episode two of the Teacher Burnout Podcast. Today, we're going to address what burnout is and ways to help prevent burnout. Burnout comes from prolonged stress. It leaves you physically, emotionally, and mentally exhausted. Burnout is typically work-related, and the symptoms look very similar to depression. Some of the physical symptoms of burnout are exhaustion, headaches, aches and pains, gastrointestinal issues, muscle tension, getting sick more often, and high blood pressure. Mental symptoms of burnout can include a loss of interest in your job, reduced performance, difficulty focusing, a lack of creativity, frustration, emotional numbness where feelings of you just don't care, a negative attitude towards your job or others, decreased satisfaction, and a sense of accomplishment. So I want to talk about how does stress lead to burnout? So when I think about stress, stress can be looked at as being on a continuum. So on one end of the continuum, you have little to no stress. And on the other end of the continuum, you have chronic stress and you're feeling burnt out. Some stress is okay. Having Being on the lower end of that continuum with stress is good. It, it can motivate you. It can put pressure on you in a positive way so that you get things done. Um, it can ex- inspire you to accomplish something. So some stress is okay. However, the problem is when we feel like we're under stress all the time and we don't get out of that stress zone. Because what stress does to our body is it triggers this fight or flight response and we need that response to survive. However, it's important that we get our bodies out of that response zone where we're in fight or flight. Emily and Amelia Nagoski in their book, Burnout, The Secret to Unlocking the Stress Cycle, They talk about the importance of completing the stress cycle so we don't make it to burnout. And so basically what they're saying is we get stressed and then we need to complete that cycle of stress by finding a way to relieve that stress to get us out of that fight or flight mode. And when we don't give our bodies a chance to get out of that mode, we're not completing the stress cycle. So each day, if we're never completing that stress cycle and we just add more and more stress, that's going to lead us to burnout because our body's never finishing that cycle and we're always in that fight or flight mode. But it's important to know that burnout is not the same as stress because some stress is good and it helps us respond to challenging situations, 
But burnout is that chronic state of stress, and it is accompanied by all those negative emotions and feelings. Um, Burnout is also not a mental health disorder. However, it can um, occur with mental health disorders such as depression or anxiety. So it, it alone is not a mental health disorder, but it can be with depression and anxiety. And also remember, if you're feeling burnt out, that's not a sign of weakness. It's not a sign of failure. Anyone can experience burnout. It does not rem- It does not matter what your job title is, what your income is, whatever level of success. Everybody can experience burnout in high-stress work environments or when you're in a life change or some sort of transition. So now that we talked about what burnout is, I wanted to share some ways to prevent burnout. So one important way to prevent burnout is being really self-aware of where you are on that stress continuum. You need to check in with yourself regularly and ask, how are you feeling? If you're feeling stressed, if you hear yourself telling people, oh, I'm so stressed, I'm so overwhelmed, even saying the words like, I'm so burnt out, then you need to stop and really reflect and think about what is causing you the stress. What's the stressors and how are you handling those stressors? And what's keeping you stressed day after day? Um, Because you need to be able to identify that so that you're able to change something so you don't get to burnout. Another important thing to prevent burnout is finding ways to end that stress cycle each day that can help you relax. So finding time for yourself, it's that idea of self-care that we hear so much about. Um, It's very common, I think, for teachers to work all day and then maybe they bring things home or they go home and they take care of others. They take care of their kids. They make dinner. They're running their kids around, whatever you have to do. But it's important that you take time for yourself, whether that's through exercise, yoga, meditation, even going out to dinner with a friend, going for a walk, reading a book, getting into a good show, anything that you look forward to at the end of the day. But there's got to be something that you look forward to with that time for yourself. Even if you're running your kids to sports, maybe you, while they're practicing, you go take a walk somewhere or you read a book or you just take that time for yourself to just meditate, relax, reflect on the day, whatever you need to do to help yourself relax. Another thing is practicing time management skills. So don't put too much on your plate or try to jam-pack your schedule to get a lot of things done. This is an area I'm constantly working on because I will jam-pack my schedule and I'm running from one thing to the next thing and there's not time for me to decompress between activities. And so I'm, I've really been working on just having that time between because you feel stressed, you know, rushing around, getting places because you you have your schedule so jam-packed. So really work on those time management skills. Give yourself time between activities. Also set boundaries with your time. Try to leave your work at work. I know it's so hard for teachers. I know you feel like you have so much to do and so you bring things home. Um, But really prioritize and think about what are you bringing home? Does it need to be done that night or can it wait? Um, And also set boundaries on what you can commit yourself to. I think sometimes we try to be part of so many things, but if we can't commit to that because we have a lot going on, that's okay. Um, So think about what committees you're part of or what you volunteer to do for others because you need to set boundaries with your own time. Make sure you take time to connect with others. Take time to talk to colleagues and decompress. Um, One of my favorite things is to hear funny stories of things that happen in the classrooms 
I know that the teachers I work with, I love it. They started eating lunch together in the lounge, um, which they weren't really doing before. We had some teachers who would, but now they eat together in the lounge. They're in there laughing, just really enjoying that break in the day and that time together. They, they told me they only allow positive interactions. It's a no negative zone and they just enjoy that time together. And I think that's so important so that they can connect and help each other with that stress that we all feel throughout the day. Also being aware of your thoughts. So what negative thoughts are going through your mind and how can you reframe those into positive thoughts? So for example, if you're just walking around thinking, I'm so stressed, I can't do it all, I'm so stressed, pause and stop and think. What needs to be done right now? What's causing you that stress? How can you reframe that thought? Because walking around thinking about how stressed you are is not going to help anything. Also, I kind of hit on this a little bit before, but prioritize what's important. As a teacher, I know that you feel like your work is never done. I know you could spend hours in your classroom organizing, planning, making games and activities for your students. The work never ends. Changing bulletin boards, whatever it is. But you have to prioritize what needs to be done now and then let the rest go. So, you know, I find making lists of what I need to do that week is really important by priority. But however you need to organize yourself, just know that as much as we want to do everything, prioritize what needs to be done now. Also, focus on what you can control. There are so many things in education we cannot control, especially the students. We can set expectations and have them in place and have an idea of how we want things to go. But sometimes we have these ideal expectations that we can't even you know, live up to. So we have to realize that there are things out of our control and all we can do is go in every day and do the best to our ability. You may have planned the best lesson and it didn't go as planned. Maybe the students weren't listening. They're excited about something and they're really off task or um, maybe it just didn't go like you wanted it to. That's okay. It happens. We're all human. Let it go and try again. Don't let that frustrate you and get to the point where you don't want to try new things. Just it's okay. Let it go and move on. So I hope you found these tips helpful and I hope that you can try to incorporate some of them into your daily routine um, so that you can not get to a point of burnout. Because remember, stress is a normal part of life and it's important to manage it proactively though so you don't get to the burnout phase. So thank you for tuning into episode number two of the Teacher Burnout Podcast. I hope you found this episode informative and helpful. And if you have any questions or comments, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. You can follow me at on Instagram at Beating Educator Burnout. And also please subscribe to this podcast and stay tuned for the next episode. Your support means a lot to me and I look forward to connecting with you again soon. Do you want to save time on prep work, increase achievement for all student populations, reliably meet Tier 1 standards? You can do it all, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com forward slash BE to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve all these goals. That's IXL.com forward slash BE.